What you say, boy? You tryna play court like a game boy? Hit my phone, boy. Is your homeboy? Are you a lone boy? Come give me dome, boy. Got a boy with degrees, a boy in the streets, a boy on the streets. It's the anniversary answer show for August 20th, 2018. How's it going? Well, well, well. Finally, it's here. It's the uh, season four premiere. I'm calling it a season now. It's a fourth year we're doing it. The first year was 2016. It's been three years. Therefore, this is a year four, which means it's a third anniversary show, and which means it's a kickoff of a whole new season. Uh, I will let the SoundCloud account renew itself for another year for the an- the annual membership, and then we'll go from here. Uh, well, it's uh, I did this two years ago when I did the first anniversary show, which was a which is excellent, I think. I didn't go back and listen to it, but uh, you know, I I didn't do this last year specifically because uh, uh, I really didn't have time to get to it, you know, organize the questions and whatnot. So uh, this year I said, ah, fuck it, I'll bring it back. So uh, I got about. <sighs> 50 questions or so I consolidated a few similar questions but uh you know what I'm gonna answer every single one of them to the best of my ability because just since you submitted it these are anonymous questions I know who sent them but I'm not gonna say who sent it if you hear your question you probably who you are but you know what fuck it you know it's it's ranging from anything to everything so uh I don't know where to begin I uh kind of took it in order that it came in initially then I said screw it I'm just gonna mix this up uh, because uh, I I I try to sort it and then I try to group it, but you know something like that. So uh, I don't know how long it's gonna take for me to answer. Uh, I looked at some of the questions beforehand, and I try to look up on the answer. But um, you know, you know what? Hell with it. Let's go right. Let's get right to it. I'm just gonna grab a pen because this is the least prepared show ever. And then uh, do I have any speech for the fourth year? I don't know. I kind of did this stuff last year. So what happened to the format and everything? You know, I'll figure that shit out. So, um, but you know, just keep going. Whatever it's doing, I think I, I think the opinions here are very interesting. And then the, I, whatever people want to talk to me about is very fun. So I'm just gonna continue doing that. It keeps my thoughts in check. At least I keep my shit together. Um. So yeah. So. Let's get right to it. Uh, question number one. Which of your college friends is most like Trump? And a similar question to it. What would tr- the world look like if Trump was a Fed chairman? Uh, which of the... Co- <laughs> which one of them are like the Trump? That's a hard question because first of all, I don't know a six foot four ginger white man running around thinking I'm the best, I'm the best. And then, you know, doing all that shit. And then, you know, what was Trump like when he was 30, 25 and all that? Uh, I honestly don't know. And then I'm trying to think anyone's a hella Republican. Well, that's not true. Because, like, Trump was a... Trump is not a Republican or a Democrat. He just, like, whatever is to me is advantageous. So, who... How can you predict this? Who could flip-flop this most? And then ADD. I don't know. It could be me. <laughs> But I'm not a rapist and shit. So, uh, I'm gonna say, I, who, who would it be? I really thought about this. Uh, major, I'll say that. Uh, okay, so what would the world look like if Trump was a Fed chairman? Oh, he would lower the shit out of the rates. And then, uh, we would be in like Sweden, what is it, Denmark, was it, having a negative interest rate? Yeah, that's what the world's going to look like. And he, you know, and then the negative bank rate and all that shit, which I was reading about last week, is like, look, that's going to encourage the housing sales and stuff. It's like, so you basically pay you know, for the bond or something, the negative yield. You would pay the money to the government if they issue a negative yield bond to borrow money. To hey, Here's the money. I pay you the fee. To take my money. And then what's the reason for that? I don't fucking know. But if it's a mortgage rate or something, you know, you would get your interest rate reduced, uh, which means you're, if you have an adjustable rate mortgage like mine, so if if I'm in a year-to-year rate change and then the, the rate goes down, that means your interest portion goes down, principal will remain the same, obviously. So that would encourage housing sales. But some people think like hey that's gonna encourage banks to take more houses based on the bubble that's a goddamn bubble in america they will never let that happen i mean it's already at historic low so negative interest rate i think will happen in america and then he's gonna go with you know whatever his bank friends tell him uh uh is it question number two i guess uh this is a two-part question is it wrong to wish there were more gays in the world but less lesbians (laughs) 
how do we propagate that world what the fuck uh so you you want more gays but less lesbians and how do we propagate that i don't know isn't that called a uh, mainland china i think that's the answer right now so <laughs> all right audio cut there for a second but yes one land one man child policy one man policy one son policy basically china uh so yeah that's the answer there next question if the dish Dixie checks what they said about Bush now, but about Trump instead. Would they still be banned from country radio? Ah, uh, ooh, ah, uh, that's a little. That's a very specific question. So, I thought it was a very simple answer, but now I changed my answer after thinking about this, which is yes, I think so. Because if you don't remember what the Dixie chick said, uh, in two thousand three, two thousand four, around that period when George Bush, uh, you know, took the America to the war in Iraq, they, uh, Dixie Chicks, one of them said, uh, I think the main one said, I'm ashamed to be from the state that's, uh, same state as George Bush, and then I think around the 9-11, this is when the concept of patriotism has been really morphed and oversimplified and grossly, grossly misrepresented as either you support the troops or you hate America, get the fuck out, you know, I talked about that, you know, the very, very beginning of the show, uh, the episode one or two, I was talking about you know NFL and then the kneeling situation. I talked about this, um, yeah. And then the country radio by its demographics ever since the early you know from the very beginning with the NASCAR and everything is very Republican, uh, Republican and right leaning, uh, Caucasian to be fair, uh, to be straight in a politics. Therefore, I think so. You cannot you. As, as much as these people harp on political correctness and everything, they cannot accept the criticism of their own party on that side. So, yeah, I think they would still be banned. I Would they be banned to an extent they, they were, like, completely not played? No, but I think they would be they would get annoying tweets from the stations, whoever's playing them. But if they make a good song... I mean, they were just on the Taylor Swift's album, The Lover. You know, I don't know if you noticed, like, a track 12 or something track 14 i don't remember right but um yeah they were on there they're on there and then they've been playing and acting so i don't know why they're making a big deal out of it i think uh i think it's unfortunate but that's a reality of the world that we're in and then uh, i i don't think it's gonna be to a degree that it was back in early 2000s but i think they would still be you know cut up indirectly be banned um uh will america fix this issues it's capable nothing nothing i think that mean i think the question was will america fix its issues it's capable of nothing so it was like why doesn't this country get anything done uh corporations and will it fix it i don't know only the time will tell in the next elections so i'm not so positive about it I, there's more similar questions like this uh why isn't anyone doing anything about Amazon Fire? Shouldn't Bezos save Amazon? Uh, yeah, he has the money to buy the fucking lands, but again, corporations. So, um, you know what? You know, it's not necessarily, well, Brazil situation. I'm saying, should corporations go up and buy? Well, they are, and then they are buying the fucking forest and burning left and right. Uh, you know, we're losing the fucking Arctic melting every day, Greenland melting, Antarctica melting. That's deflecting off all the bad fucking shit that the ozone layer i mean the ozone layer made its recovery after it became aware in the 80s but it's still getting the bad fucking sun rays through and then the arctic and all that have been kind of deflecting all this off too and then the amazon forest have been giving is responsible for 22 percent of the you know air refreshing basically i'm oversimplifying this so we're losing the ice that's deflecting off the bad sunshine and then the the forest that's giving you know, proper air, the na- nature air that we've been getting. Um, so, yeah, I think Jeff Bezos should fucking do it instead of trying to go off to a fucking space and try to make us an intergender species. Uh, intergender? Intergalactic species. Il- interplanetary species. That's what Elon Musk called it. Yeah, he fucking should. He's like, why isn't anyone doing anything about it? I don't know, because it's fucking Brazil. It's corrupt as fuck. What'd you expect? Play Max Payne 3. You get the idea. Uh, some of these questions are related. The next few. Is Matchy gonna get married in the next 18 months? What are the Vegas odds? Uh, I think, I think he is ready. This is a very insider question, but I'm gonna say it to the insider people. I, I can't believe I'm saying this and then recording this. Uh, I think his mind says yes, but I don't think his body will do it That in the next 18 months. What are the Vegas odds? 1,000 to 1. So, um, if you put down a 
dollar, you win a thousand dollars. That's what I'm gonna call it. So there it is. I'm calling it right now, August twenty eighth. Uh, what's the point of Canada being separate country from the USA? Dad, is this you asking this question? Well, what is the point? You know what? I like that they're separate. You know, my dad hated it because uh because of the dollars and shit. But I like the fact that I'm a Canadian citizen. Then I think a lot of Canadian people are like more representative about that. And then you see what happened to the Blue Jays and the Seattle Mariners this past weekend. I miss that about Seattle going to the the Blue Jays game in Seattle. And then I go to every single game that they're there uh, for the two, three years that, you know, s- series that they came. So I really enjoy that experience. And then uh, I think that is exactly it. It's a it's an independent Commonwealth country with its own identity and its people. And then its weather and its different climate. Although, despite its proximity to America, I think Australia is fucking jealous because Canada's there. So there's there. So why is what's the point of US being Canada being separate from USA to make Australia jealous? Fuck you, Thor. All right. Uh, how how to choose a best man? <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm not fucking very. Why are you asking me this fucking question? Uh, how to choose a best man? I don't know. Who do you think is your best man? Who do you think represents you? Who who do you think deserves to hold a fucking ring to that lady that you you're gonna commit your life to, and then maybe gray ghost like fucking divorce when you're 55, and you can talk about it when you make that decision, assuming that both of you are alive. So uh, I think that's how you choose it. Yeah, like, who 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 you can spill the beans with, and then who who have, who has been the final confirmation outside the family to give you the fucking check mark to say, hey, this this gal or this gal is it, or this, if you're gay, yeah, this guy is it. You know, who is that person? Who is that person? You know, like that. That would be a best man. Uh why do millennials feel so entitled? I. You know, I I don't know why I'm asked this question because I I consider myself a bill ideal. Um, am I entitled? Yeah, to a degree, but everybody should be entitled to what they earn, what they deserve. It's not so. I'm not I'm not doing a t-shirt fucking speak like do what loves you do. You know that kind of shit. I I don't know some fucking slogan, but you know you should know what what. I guess it's this is a generational complaint people have. Even the millennials have complained about each other. I think I talked about this on the. Probably the most popular episode, I still cannot believe why it is, that I recorded a couple of years ago, which is Blame Avocados and Millennials, episode 39. Um, I would just go back and listen to that. So I don't understand the millennial hate and generational hate because the people, the millennials are byproducts of what the, the, the previous generations have created, the baby boomers who put the infrastructure together, and then the gen x and then the you know in turn the millennials now we got gen z's and stuff you know and the millennials in general you know i'm i guess i'm in between that with the 90s 2000s so i kind of understand but everything every information comes through at an instant every you know the internet it's much faster you're not all 56k modem anymore some of us have us have experienced it but most of our learnings and knowledge gathering has come from pretty fast internet and everything which has connected many people but which has also connected a lot of evils and also at the same time uh i gotta say you know the production of the workers are unbelievable given all that knowledge and information and transfer that's been happening in the last 20 20 or 30 years or so so i think that conceived perceived entitlement comes from an immediate satisfaction and you know uh way higher productivity that you know, I to be honest, our generation has compared to our parents and then the even the your older cousins or something. So is it a nece- is it necessarily entitlement? Uh, yes, but I think it's it's a it's it's a reflection of the times and what the previous generation has infrastructure and policies have created. So I don't know why they're blaming the younger people. Uh, even I mean I I kind of yell, yell at Gen Zs, but I kind of go like, look, what do these fucking kids know? Like, how would they know? You know, and pe- some of the old conservatives blame like the political correctness on the millennials and stuff. And I'm like, no, I don't think all of us are like that. And I this me is certainly not that either. But I think it's just that we're exposed to so many goods, but also there's so many bads that people get. People move faster. Their feelings move faster. And then the money moves faster. Everyone seems to be getting rich and all that much faster. 
Um, so it's a byproduct of the infrastructure and the system that's been created. So I don't know why you put that designation on the millennials. So that's my answer. I don't think. I think it's an entitlement of a byproduct. That's what happened. Uh, is it bad at? <laughs> is it is it bad? I think this is grammatically incorrect. Is it bad to stare at the sun during a sunset? Ah, uh, with sunglasses, it's okay. So it's fine. Uh, is home cooked food usually actually healthier than going out going to a decent restaurant? I mean, it depends what kind of food you're cooking. If you're, I mean, if you did what uh, what I just did, which is like making unhealthy noodles, because I was lazy just doing it. <coughs> Ooh, excuse me, I'm just burping up on the bad food. If you're just doing it for like what I was doing, making bad food, no, like it depends on what you're eating, what kind of protein you're getting, how much seasoning you're putting on. But is home cooked food actually healthier? Uh, it depends what you're making, but I think you know your portions and you know your taste. So if you're actually actively cooking, I don't know any obese people actually cooking. Now I think about it. So I'll say yes. Because if you know what you like and if you know what portions are, are and all that, you're a disciplined person. The fact that you're home cooking means you have a plan and structure in your mindset. In order to do that, you cannot be so fucking out of shape. So therefore, yes, home cooked meal is actually going. It's better if you can afford a decent restaurant. You know, sure, go ahead. But um, I think making your own meal is definitely economically and physically a good thing to do because you you know your body more than other people and then you know your taste more than other people. All right, Nicole Kidman, smash or pass? Smash, no fucking brainer. It's like, what kind of fucking question is this? Um, how to accept being shit at golf? I don't know if this is a complete question. Ah, accept being shit at golf. I don't know. It's like you know, just just work on it. The, the 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 joy of a golf is one swing, one crack, one one trajectory of a draw or a slice that you pull is the one that kind of keeps you coming back to it. It's like that. God, it's not like other drugs. You know, like you're always getting high, and then it's not like you take other drugs and be like. Oh man, I wasn't high that time. It wasn't. It wasn't the right high the entire time. It was. I mean, I guess you could say oh, yeah, it was a fun party, but it wasn't the best party. But every high is kind of the same. Every drunken moment, yeah, drunken state. Once you know how to get drunk, unless you get pitch out black and then you don't, your consumption is ridiculous. It's kind of different. But my point is, you can always get drunk. You can always get high, and then it will be the. It will be the same thing in the end. However, golf swing, it's like every swing could be a fucking miss or a slice. And then that will piss you off the most. And, you know, that's the joy at it. So if you know your shit, just know that zero is never the zero. It's just a very small number, infinitesimally a small number. There will be a one swing that you go, fuck yeah, this is why I keep coming back to it. So that's how you accept being shit at golf. Now, if you want to know how you get better at the swing... There's a Johnny Miller video from my dad showed me from like 20 years ago or something. Uh, let me pull up the video. Golf swing. And I watched this video and over and over. Uh, Johnny Miller, golf swing fundamentals. Uh, somebody posted on YouTube like eight years ago. And he says a lot of things there. You know, follow the gravity. Just let the gravity do its thing. Every time I watch this video, I, I, I learn something new every time. So uh, go watch that video and then accept that. How you accept being shit at golf? Just know that that one swing and the one moment you'll you'll slowly figure it out, and then just watch a Johnny Miller video. That's my advice. Uh, why do people cheat? Uh, cause it's easy. Cause people are not sure. I think uh, I don't know. I I I'm not. I'm not one of those cheating people. Cause I I I don't know because maybe because I'm a Leo and a ENFJ and all that shit. Because. Once I get into something, I will commit and dedicate. I'll bitch about it, but I'll commit and see the end through things. I don't half-ass things. I don't do half measures. I go full. Um, so I never understand, but I could see a point where you could reach a point of frustration and be like, you just... The biggest... I think the greatest... Uh, if this question is related to the relationships, I think the greatest fear is it indifference in anything whether it's a job or relationship or family member friendship the greatest greatest fear that i have would is be indifference you just don't give a shit you stop caring 
that's worse than absolutely hating something. If you hate about it, you're you're still putting energy into trying to correct the problem or willing to vent that there is a problem. If you stop doing that, and then you just go, yeah, yeah, yeah sure, yeah, yeah, sure. Um, unless the person is even keel at all times, and so this is a silent motherfucking killer or something. Yeah, that 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 to me is a uh, red flags everywhere. I would rather bitch about it and argue, try to you know get each other's opinion through that way than be completely indifferent. And I think when people get into an indifferent boredom stage of mental and physical exhaustion, that's when people start cheating, or they really get frustrated and can't get anything out of it. So they say, "Fuck it, we're going." Uh, is Ayoska actually good for you curing depressed depressing PTSD? I heard about this and then I try to look up and then I think the spelling is a little different because the way it's spelled here is A O Y Y A S C A, but then the spelling that Ayushka that I found was Ayushka. Uh, I never tried it. I'm not a tea person or anything, uh, but you know there is a lot of reports going on. So uh, you know this is like every time that I say. You know, other than heroin and meth, what I always say to everything is, you know what? You know what? Try it. And then, uh, like, how do you know it's bad when you haven't tried it? LEG answer. So, uh, you know, try it. If you have a PTSD, depression, maybe it doesn't hurt to try. Uh, so that's the answer. All right. I'm going to jump to it. What is this? What is the first investment people should do? Home or stocks? Ah. <sighs> You know, the, 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 the baby boomer mom dad answer would be save up your, your money and then put enough down for the house. House is the safest investment you can make. Uh, over the time, I guess that's true. But, you know, but it's, it's not a mom and pop franchise generation of, you know, saving money and putting the money down. You know, there are a lot of cash buyers out there. So, like, what, what the fuck? You're know, taking a mortgage out, giving your life away. And will you, unless you're making boatload salary, no way you're going to be able to pay $400,000, $500,000 in your lifetime in a hurry. So I stocks first, but try to think a long game. Um, if I were to go back and do it again, because I, I, I did the stock probably the last four years, four years, three years, uh, just before this podcast started. Yeah, three years, I guess I've been doing it. And am I doing, it's more of us increasing my savings for my home investment that I originally put in. The reason that I was able to put down so much at home is because I had no life. <laughs> and I was working my ass off. I didn't go anywhere. I didn't travel like now. So uh, in turn, the focus of my investment had become the car I got. And then uh, this paying off the car, which I did hella fast. Um because I had majority of the money saved up, but then that money could have gone to paying off the mortgage. But now in turn, the stock investment I'm doing has been over the last three years is into, hey, how do I increase this pot? Because the money just sitting there is not doing anything. So knowing what I know now, what I would have done is do some safe index fund or dividend paying uh, stocks and then keep accumulating, 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 and then pay up to buy a house to contribute to it i would kind of go the other way so i would start with a stock but go with the safe options do not go after the meme ones very fatty looking ones high growth ones especially at this a and age be careful i know you know people get into it but if you're you need to you need to do some fucking studies if you're gonna do some stocks and same for the home but like you need to get your goal straight what do you want what is your goal of the first investment i would just say that before we answer that question i did home because i had a lot of money saved and the rent was getting way too expensive so i ended up turning to home and then uh the home investment has turned into all right how do i pay this off making a salary yes i can do it but i have other needs and other goals so let's increase my savings in a different way then it turned into stock so it depends on what you truly want if you want to get rich fast, home's not it for you. Um, unless you're house flipping, which I I kind of go. Look, every knucklehead's flipping houses out there, so whatever. All right, that was a little bit of a long answer. Uh, what is a reasonable work-life balance? I don't know. What the fuck? So Jeff Bezos says, fucking, there's no work-life balance. He calls it a work-life harmony. 
Um, eight hours? Is that a true number of hours that you work? I mean, if you get paid salary, it's like, fuck it, whatever. Eight hours, 40 hours a week, right? Um, I, I think the ultimate work-life balance that I found was that, ugh, you know, there, there'll come a peak time working in software and tech and all that. So there are moments to go. I think the perfect balance is just keeping your mind even keel despite I sound angry and all that shit all the time. Which is, look, whatever, just just look at whatever the fuck you're working on with respect to the rest of the world. Is it really making the difference? If not, you know, there will be peak times and then you'll be through the cogwheel of the corporation and all that and get that shit through. Sure, that's fine. Uh, but so based on that, you go at your pace how you're going to go at work. And then life, the rest of the time you're not at work is a life. So you figure that shit out. And I... I kind of got into routine of other things here, like the bar trivia, golfing in the summer, try to go to a soccer league, uh, gymming, uh, doing a podcast, for example, um, going out to a bar, going to events, you know, socialize, all that things. It's 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 little structured, and then I guess that's a balance that I found. Travel on the weekends, I'm um, always wanted to do. You know, it's just uh, it just it just. Hey, know your role. Like like the rock said, know your role. Know where you are. It's just a matter of self awareness. With that comes a balance. Um, I don't know if that makes sense. Uh, if you could have any job and be paid two hundred thousand dollars, what would you want to do? Our uh, current job, two hundred thousand dollars, technical program manager. <laughs> That's a simple answer. Uh, but two hundred thousand uh, dollars. and could have been any job. Any job, though I, I sound like I just negotiated my next baseline salary. Um, a wrestling referee. <laughs> well, yeah, the current job is good too. Uh, why do I have wild turkeys in my NBA yard? Oh, backyard all of a sudden. Fuck, why is there N in here? God, somebody's spellings are got awful here. Uh, I don't know if, but if the animals are coming to your backyard, that means there's a season of migration. Maybe it's a fucking season, so they're looking for a space to fuck. Um, or it just hey, you have the resources that these wildlife would you know thrive to survive and get through the difficult times. You know, maybe it's a global warming. It's a warm air. It's a fucking Amazon burning. So these turkeys don't know where to fucking go to. So they come to your backyard. So you can raise them. And then you can you can eat them at Thanksgiving if they're truly coming over the last couple of weeks. Feed them for three months and then eat one of them. All right, that's the answer. Uh, what's the next big investment? Oh fuck, dude! I how would I know if I were hey, like uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think the next big investment is being very bearish over the next three years. Um, yeah, big bearish. So there's a bear market, which is the market's going to crash, being a fucking pessimist. And then there's a bull, which is like, bull and charge. Get off the fucking chart. It's been a bull market since the 2009, basically, in an unprecedented level. And then recession's coming, recession's coming. But then the co- consumer confidence is pretty high. Shopping is pretty good in America. So what the fuck? What's the biggest investment to do? Uh, water. But I don't know. Regulation. VIX. Volatility. Volatility. That's what I would invest in. Um, there are a whole volatility index that you can f- find, or small and mid cap increases. Uh, have I changed my opinion on humanity and social science majors? I don't know. What was my opinion before? What the fuck? Um, I don't even remember. That's why I'm recording this, so I can listen to back to it later. Well, if you're referring to when I graduated, which is a humanity and social science majors are absolutely useless. Uh, as on overall four-year studies, I think it's it, it would be very difficult to find the sustainable position. However, I think from engineers coming in, I remember seeing the survey, hey, 2020 Michigan engineering, what would it look like? And then increase the humanities and social science classes from 16 credits to 25 or something. Initially, I said, what a fucking waste of time. Um, more and more becoming more human, I guess, and becoming more of an adult, if I'm an adult now, is I think, yeah, there needs to be more anthropology, more, more history, and more political science classes that I think engineers could learn from humanity and social science majors. You know, gender studies. I don't fucking know. It's just, just learn some sh- humanly shit, not just machine learning and just fucking how to make a fucking app. You know, it's how to make a fucking API. You know what? 
just think of a human implications over the histories and human mindset and then the philosophy and psychology of it. So as majors and then the eventual outcome into work, um, not really. But should other majors such as more STEM-driven people learn more into humanity and social science majors? Absolutely. That opinion has changed over the last 10 years. Um, so, yeah. To a degree, it changed. Uh, what part of the Mexico do you want to visit? Uh, I never been to Mexico. I'm scared to go to Mexico. I guess where the GM factory is, I want to go. <laughs> or way in the countryside. I I'm I uh, I don't know. I don't know about Mexico so much, but I don't want to go to the touristy areas because like Cancun, Tijuana, and all that. Tijuana dangerous as shit here and there. Uh, maybe where the arena Mexico is, where the CMLL and all this wrestling is, and then I want to go watch. So let me know where that part is, and I'll go. Mexico City? Maybe. Probably. Uh, what do I consider the best cuisine in the world? Oh, God. Do I have to pick one? Um, Korean, if I have to pick one. There you go. I stick to my kind. Uh, what's the next question? I think I'm halfway through here, which is Pretty darn good, given that I answered these in 31. What's the story about Jamal McClure and the WCW championship belt? You're here for WCW or NWO? Oh, man. So, if you don't know, uh, this is more of a localized insider story. So, during the Raptors championship uh, rally they had back in June, go listen to the episode, The Six is Not the Wonderland, which was the episode 119. Uh, actually, uh, we have witnessed that Jamal McClure, the former NBA player and then the Canada's one of the great basketball players, who actually uh, is one of the coaches for the Raptors celebrating championship. He was a little drunk, obviously. It was a day-long championship parade. Uh, he showed up on the goddamn stage in the Nathan Phillips Square with an old you know, world championship wrestling title with the NWO. Was it, did it have an NWO on it? I, no, it didn't. It's a big gold belt uh, from WCW. So he had it. But then the where did this belt come from? Because you think you would think that it was like, oh, it, it must be Triple H from WWE or something. Give a celebratory like uh, WWE championship, you know, and then to the team. And then he had it and then he happened to ask for it. No, what the fuck happened was I'm 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 third handing the story. So it's not even a first hand. It's not a second hand. I'm third handing this. So what happened was my friends were at the parade from the very beginning near the uh, exhibition place and this guy just as a gesture, not on, not my friend, but uh, another guy who was across the street had the WCW the gold belt, which is very expensive, the big gold belt. And then that's where the parade started. And think some people are already tipsy by this point, you know, coming into this. And Jamal, the guy, gave the belt to Jamal. And then he just went. He just continued. And then we just saw it on the TV later, and I was like, what the fuck? He still held on to the belt. He just held on to the belt from the very beginning of the trip. And then the guy saw after, he, he was like, initially, he's like, yeah, he'll hold up for five seconds and give it back to me. No, 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 no. Jamal kept it. And then he went all the way to the city hall, and then he held it. He raised it up as if he got a free drink, you know, from somebody. Like, like dude, that belt is like $1,000, even the replica, you know? So I'm just like, Wow, I mean, if Jamal Jamal took a picture and said, "Hey, whoever this is, thank you," you know, not even an appreciation or something, I'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, that was completely worth it." But this guy just got jacked <laughs> by Jamal McClure. He's like, "Hey, can I take a picture with you? Uh, can I keep this?" And then, oh, sure, kind of nerded it out. So, I, you know, to a degree, I feel bad for him, but you know what? It's an honor. You can make a claim. In the millennial society that we live in today, you can make a claim and say, hey, I was there. And then, you know what? My friends can be the collaborating witnesses. And as a third-hand smoker hearing this, you know, inhaling this story, I will tell you I can attest to it. So start the campaign right now. Hashtag bring back the title. Bring back the title. Bring back the title. Uh, that's what I'll say. So am I here for WCW or NWO? Uh, fuck NWO. WCW. So there it is. Uh, okay. Ooh, what's the other question? What the fuck? Is it considered rape if a girl says yes to protect herself from getting beat up? Because the guy kept insisting. Ooh, is this a trap question? Um, Yeah, it is. But I guess you got to prove this in the court of law. He said, she said. It's like, you got to do the rape kit and shit. So, yeah, yes. Yes, it is. It's assault is an assault. But you couldn't say no because you're coerced into it. So, how do you win the lottery? Is it rigged? Uh, how... 
pick the random numbers uh, or just play the same number over and over. I, what I try to do when I play the lottery is I try to pick the plus minuses of the numbers that won the last five weeks or the five attempts, five winning numbers, or the five drawn numbers. And then I try to do plus minuses and deltas there and try to see a pattern and do that. And then uh, in grand total, I won $18 out of about $220 that I spent. So I'm only down $208. So uh, pick the random numbers. Is it rigged? Uh, I think the I think the grocery sh- stores and the convenience stores rob you more than the system re- robbing you. All right. Wow, I went through a lot of questions, but I, I still got a, quite a few left. If you have a baby post 35, is it really that likely that it will be defected? You mean deformed? <laughs> defected baby? What is it, a fucking iPhone coming out of the pussy? Um, uh i don't know i don't think so people are getting older and older having babies and shit so i mean people take a lot of the what what you might call it the fertility drugs and stuff so maybe it is date maybe there's that's why there's so many fucking twins coming up because everyone taking the fucking embryo treatment and shit and then people don't want to have kids anymore so it's your it's your goddamn dna and shit but then you got the surrogate mothers you know pumping out babies you know that way you know, your Airbnb being a fucking, fucking embryo and a vagina. So, uh, is it likely to be defected? I think there are a lot of drugs that enable women to get impregnated and then have a baby. But some of these treatments are clearly producing a lot of twins and triplets, which are not miracles anymore. So, you just go, oh, you fucking took a treatment. So, if you consider that a defect, yes. <laughs> but, God, I don't know. Less people are having kids, so... Uh, all right. Uh, another health question. Why are some people's poop cycles so long? I have a friend who regularly poops, poop pops once a week only. Dude, bullshit. I call bullshit on this. I think this is a lie. This is a fucking bullshit. Uh, why is it so long? They don't eat shit. That's why. But I, I, I call bullshit on this. Like you, you would, you would still, you would still shit water. So no. How much would could chuck would chuck 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 a chuck? Uh, I cannot say it. That's how much I would chuck. So that's my answer. I think I answered this question two years ago. Also, uh, do people ha- that have retardation know it? <laughs> I I don't know. Like it's like everybody analyzes fucking Jeffrey Dahmer and a fucking murderer's mindset and then Adnan and shit, but not a person who's a retard because it's not an interesting podcast topic. So uh, good question. I don't know. I never been one. So. Why don't you go ask him or her? Or ask the professional. I, retardation. I don't know. So, good question. Mental health is a serious issue. And then I just downplayed it massively. So, what an asshole that I'm at. Wait, 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 wait. Is this the same question? What is the, what is the optimal work? What's the reasonable work balance? What is the optimal work earning balance equation? Reta- this is a different question. Work earning balance equation? What the fuck does that even mean? It sounds like a marketing person. I don't know how to answer that one. I'll be honest. Reword the question and then I'll answer. Uh, sports question. Can the Jays recruit a good pitcher this offseason? And then a related question somebody else asked. Are the Jays making any sense with no pitching? <sighs> I mean, I, uh, I, I, I still don't understand some of the... I mean, they have a really good young core of players. Bo Bichette, Kevon Vizio, uh, Vladdy Jr., obviously, and then the two catchers who are learning to catch. And then the Teoscar Hernandez, I don't know. Uh, Galvis Jr. Uh, there, there, there's a lot of good infield talent. And then the DH talent, but no fucking outfield. They got Derek Fisher, not the basketball common-looking Derek Fisher. Uh, they got... They got a... I, Pitching, I think in the long view of things compared to hitting, pitching's come and go, and then pitching is way high-risk prospects to take, which is why I think the Jays took the absolute direction. I'm not being an apologist. It's just my analysis watching baseball for so long. Pitching prospects are very hard to manage, and pitching has become a very short-term commodity in my opinion. Therefore, I think they said, fuck it, we'll figure it out. The fielding and batting has become way harder and harder to keep and maintain and reproduce. So they 
they took a chance on very critical position players to learn and then get in the get in the rope and everything to do that. So why recruit a good pitcher? What does that mean? Are they gonna go and get Garrett Cole? No, why would Garrett Cole sign here? If he gets to pay the most money, if he if he gets a five year contract, I'll be very surprised. If the Jays offer that forty million a year, he'll definitely come. If you pay the money, they'll come. But is Garrett Cole worth a five-year contract? For example, I don't think so. Are the Jays make, making sense with no pitching? To me, I thought about it, and then I think it makes sense. I think, pit, like I said, pitching is way, way, way dispensable uh, commodity at this point. So I think they're gambling hard on it. It's like, look, we'll go with... We'll go with 10 players, and then we'll have one pitcher pitching each inning. If there's a way to do it to win the fucking thing, they'll fucking do it. So I think that's the reason why. It's it's kind of making sense to me that way because there's no one's throwing big monies anymore at anybody, to be honest. So uh, I think they'll continue to draft, and uh, they will. if these field players can result in a trade chip value, which is what the prospects are, uh, they will get the right pitching people. But it's very, very hard to find. Good pitching, these especially now, uh, the way the pitching philosophy has changed. So, I don't think this off season is be all end all. Um, it's gonna take a couple of years. Am I gonna? Am I happy with it? No, but that's a reality of baseball. There, it every baseball team is kind of functioning the same way. I'm not gonna go into it in this question. I can go on and on. So that's my answer. Um, so I understand. What, so I understand what is happening more and more the last two three weeks than four weeks ago and i just go yeah they got four, no fucking pitching they have no fucking hope no one's gonna come here uh yeah so that's the answer oh my god i went through a lot what is a co- what is in collagen pill and how is it made i don't know uh collagen isn't that the one that uh made out of collagen <laughs> i i swear to god i thought i looked this up beforehand I thought I heard collagen. It's like, isn't this uh, like a stomach treating uh, thing? Collagen. Oh, no, 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 no. It's a skin and hair shit. Uh, yeah, it's a collagen supplement. So uh, powder me. Not work the way you think it does. So um, why? Are you, having, are you having hair issues or something? You need more amino acid or something? So just, uh, just, 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 just eat oranges. Get eat oranges and then it'll be healthy. I don't know. I don't use this shit. I don't try to. I I could be an addict, but I don't use these things so much. You know. Uh, what do another health question? What are what do cracking joints mean? Signs of old age? Is popping your knuckles actually bad for you? I heard the latter. It is actually bad for you. But cracking joints, my knees crack every day. You know, and when I bend down, and people go, oh, but I just go, hey, hey that's why my bones are. It's who I am. Leave me alone. So, um, no. If your bones crack and it doesn't hurt, I think you're fine. It doesn't mean you're getting old. Because my bones been popping ever since I was like 10. So, I'm just like, whatever. It depends on the part. If you're worried about it, go see a doctor. And then the doctor, yeah, whatever. Uh, what the fuck are all these sexual uh, different orientations? Like, what is pansexual, bi, gay, bi and gay are pretty easy. Pansexual, I'm still trying to understand. There's more to it and it doesn't make sense. I completely understand. And I don't fully know it either. I think Tinder had like 39 different gender identity choices and all that, blah, blah, blah. I think I recorded about this uh, back in the, what is it, the glorious episode, episode 14 from, wow, three years ago when I was uh, coming coming home for the in Toronto for the first time in <laughs> about 15 months. Uh, I haven't, this is when I was in Seattle, so I didn't come home so often. So, uh and then I also went to the NXT TakeOver Toronto, the first one. So I'll go listen to that episode. And then I go, oh, okay. Why do we have Why do we have so many? Good question. I think this goes back to one of the questions. And we know it's like, look, social science studies and humanity studies. Like, help me understand instead of me being a fucking ignorant prick. Huh? It's like, educate us. And then stop being such a, stop being such a, whatchamacallit, know-it-all. Excuse me, I'm burping on bad food still. Um. Like, why we have that many? Where? What's the history of it? Explain to me like I'm a fucking five-year-old instead of getting triggered at, getting raged at for me sounding ignorant, okay? I think that's what I said in episode 14 about this uh, bipartisan and then a very divided country that we're in. But not a divided world that we're in anyway. Uh, w- simpler question, what is my dream car? I 
don't really have a dream car. Uh, I think I got the car that I wanted. Oh, what is it? Go on my Instagram page. You know what my car is. Um, and I think I really don't have a dream car. I mean, there are cars that I look at. Now I work for a car company. I become really immune to, hey, I want that. It's kind of like I was in the phone business before. The God, that's the next phone I want. I got to upgrade every six months. But I have completely lost that once I joined Samsung. And then... I was like car shopping for my dream car at the time and I thought, you know, I still bitch about my car and I there is no perfect car. But the car that I have is perfect enough for me at my current juncture that I consider that I have achieved my dream. <laughs> I still hate the fucking infotainment and shit in that thing. Given that I work in infotainment, hashtag I work for GM. That's a social media policy as a disclaimer. Uh, there are a few cars that I, 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 I go like, yeah, I want to I wanna go drive it. I wouldn't mind driving it. Like the new Corvette. God, I'm such being a fucking GM boy. Um, the new C8. That looks awesome. Um, but then again, now I'm thinking about it a year from now, two years from now. Every, everyone in fucking America has a Corvette. This new one. So it's not going to be special anymore. So it's like everybody achieved their dreams, basically. <laughs> I had a dream to drive a C8. All right. Um. Uh, CT6, Cadillac CT6, which is unfortunately going away. I, I test drove it this Saturday. I didn't claim that I was a GM employee or anything either. I was just curious after driving Tesla last weekend uh, when I was in Indianapolis. I greatly enjoyed it. I'm not saying this is a GM employee. As a, just a car person, I just go, wow. Like I have my thoughts, but I'm going to withhold that until I leave GM or when I'm freely <laughs> freely to speak it's not something specific or general i mean like severe or like what you might call it confidential it's not something i, I just don't want to talk about the company and the stuff that i work for um the Mer- new mercedes ones i don't know i i, I lost the attraction to the new amg because they put amg label everywhere they put the m label everywhere so they lost their prestige because the corporate greed has completely taken over the company legacy and all that stuff. I I don't have a dream car. I'll be honest. I was like McLaren. No, why? Like, what's the difference? It's not a practical car. I just want a practical car that I can drive a long time. I think I already have that, which is good. I'm sure it will change when I have kids. So wow. Uh, sports question quickly. The this is these are like common questions. So I'm just gonna combine them together. Impact impact of andrew luck retirement on colts what does he do now does he deserve to get booed by all the fans who bought the tickets if you could retire at his age at the top of the profession would you uh i'm gonna break this down a little bit um so andrew luck uh my favorite football team the colts retired this past weekend suddenly but uh what does he do now i think the you know many thoughts impact of obviously the colts are quarter quarterback less like it was a 2016 season and so Coulter, Coulter starting at a point zero, and then uh, my God, they got to draft a quarterback, and then uh, does did he deserve to get put? No, fuck no! Like the, these are the exact idiot fans of anything that I do not want to be associated with. Like the wrestling fans I talked about two weeks ago, I was like you're fucking embarrassing rest of us, you know, as a collective. You are the you are the bad apple. These are the same fucking people. Why are they booing Andrew Luck? Boo this man. Boo. Boo. Fucking Indiana. Fucking rednecks of Indiana fucking come out. Vote for Trump, but boo Andrew Luck. Are you fucking shitting me? What the fuck has Trump done for you that Andrew Luck hasn't done? So this is a hypocrisy of Indiana that fucking amazes me. Now you're getting me amped up here. So he didn't get deserved. Nobody deserves to get booed in a situation like that. No, the fans deserve to... I, I'm glad Andrew Luck retired this way, you know, as a Colts fan. I'm just going to hate on the fellow Colts fans. Fuck you and fuck you too. Who the fuck do you think you are? You're not the Patriots fans. This is not Tom Brady. This is not Russell Wilson, but Andrew Luck, who got demolished by a fucking god-awful offensive line ever since he got fucking drafted, which is... And you boo him? Why? How could you boo him? Are you... Like, people are, like, trying to put blame on why Andrew Luck retired. I'm like, I'm sorry. I've had my complaints about the Colts offensive line forever. And then, it, like, even during Peyton Manning was there. That's how his he had to get a fucking neck surgery because the line c- couldn't fucking protect him. It's not Jeff Saturday. And then Anthony Costanzo is the only significant name I can remember. But then I'm like, that ain't fucking Joe Thomas. You know? How, why are you keep drafting these 
like fucking wide receivers and tight ends and running backs and giving away draft picks for the shitty ass. Why did they give that first round pick for Trent Richardson when you should have given that first round pick for fucking Joe Thomas? I don't understand. And then uh, Alex Mack and Joe Thomas. If they had Alex Mack, Joe Thomas, the Browns front line that uh, when they almost made the playoffs with the Brian Hoyer or some shit, you know, when they had a respectable one, one season with Petten as a coach, would Andrew Luck there? That would have been a well-protected Andrew Luck. Instead, bad management, bad draft selections. You know, just play through an injury. He did that in 2016, and then he fucking lost 2017 season, and that was about to happen again with 2019. I don't understand the criticism of Andrew Luck in this case. The guy is beaten up as fuck, and then he never showed it until he got hurt, and then people are booing him. Fuck you, Indiana. I... I, I I, I hope the entire state goes gay. So I'm going to say it right now. So they will fuck you up. I hope. I hope. God. So fuck Indiana. When, it, like, when they boot Andrew Luck. I never hated the state even more when that happened. Um, so what happens to the Colts? Reset. You know, 26, 2017 season again. What is So Colts, they'll go draft a quarterback, but do not rush. Build the offensive line. Build your core. You have so much cap space, which... They could have spent, but they didn't really spend. Work on the defense. I mean, I believe in Chris Ballard. I love Frank Wright, the new direction. It's been fantastic. I am very optimistic about this team's core. So I, I am sure this new management will make the right decision and not make a fucking painkiller-driven decision that only the owner is fucking getting, not Andrew Luck. So I'm going to lose my shit going off more and more in the Colts. Maybe have an offsode on it. What does he do now? Stay away from football. Um, and then some people are like, is he going to follow his dad to the XFL? Oliver Luck, who used to be the uh, athletic uh, director of the West Virginia University. And then also the uh, World Football League when the NFL was in the Europe. NFL Europe, he was ahead of that. Now he's the CEO of XFL under Vince, Vince McMahon. Uh, I, I think he's he's... Look, I, I don't buy some of the things that he said in the press conference, which is, hey, the decision really came over the last two weeks. No, I really think he thought about it for many months. You know, he just got in, he got married in March. He just announced that he's going to have a kid two months ago. So I, I really think, I really think he thought long term. And then he said, I cannot do this anymore. Do I want to come home cripple like Ken Stabler or some shit or one of these uh, Pittsburgh Steelers when I'm 40? You know, all the everyone was sudden retirement, and then like, and then the good thing the Colts did out of all that is let Andrew Luck keep his fucking money. Learn and learn the fucking lesson, Detroit Lions. How stupid are you over the fucking bonus for how much they're putting out there? You know, give Calvin, let Calvin Johnson keep his fucking money. Let Barry Sanders keep his fucking money. How stupid is Ford family over this shit? So. He stays away from football, and then um, I'm sure his future is somewhere in football. And being a coach or general manager, he's a smart guy. He's from he's from Stanford. Um, his dad's been a quarterback and an executive, so I'm sure he's going to be working somewhere in football. But I think he needs a step away period, and then uh, he'll raise his family. And then uh, when the itchy com- itch comes back, and then uh, he'll be like the Colts organization, the first people that I can think of would be open arms and like come home Andrew you know do that thing my ideal thing would be like Andrew Luck coaches the Michigan Wolverines you know quarterback you know be the offensive coordinator or something but that's like four years down the road or it could be sooner who the hell knows so what does he do now stay away come back to whatever thing he wants to do when he's ready I I I am just glad that I got to see the Colts game while he was an active player, although he did not get to play that game uh, two years ago. So, uh, yeah, thank you, Andrew Luck. And then uh, I'll, I'll still be the Colts fan. I'm not some bandwagon fan who left, you know, the Colts because Peyton left, who's going to leave because Andrew Luck left. I'm not going to be that. I, I, Hey, I'm a Leo. I'm a loyal fucking motherfucker. So I'm going to stay, you know. Until something else happens. Uh, I never changed my allegiances in sports. Except once from TFC to Seattle. So, um, But that's that's within reason. Uh, Alright. What is something you are afraid of people knowing about you? What? Wait, wait, wait. Let me read this right. What's something you are afraid of people knowing about you? Uh, is this some kind of secret question? I don't know if I... If I... Am I really afraid of any of these... 
Am I, I? I'm not really afraid. I'll be honest. I, the, the fact that I'm recording this and spill as much beans as possible is kind of saying I'm not. I'm not afraid. Are there certain subjects that I wouldn't talk about publicly? Absolutely. Uh, for example, like work or specifics to it. I want to create the boundary. I think that kind of goes with the work-life balance and equation, I guess. Um, and I don't know. Are you asking about my what my fucking fetishes are? Jesus Christ! Uh, what? Well, what's something I'm afraid of people knowing about me? Uh, I don't know. I, I I thought about this question for a while because, like, God, what what would I really be scared of other people knowing? Because, like. I don't. I don't have the deepest, darkest secret. I don't think. So I think I'm pretty transparent. Way too transparent, I guess. Sometimes. Then I, I kind of overshare. I like to shoot the shits. So I think what I'm truly afraid is knowing about me is. I don't know. When people stop giving shit, the absolute indifference is the uh, absolute indifference is my biggest fear, than not caring. Um, but. People don't care about me. Do I get worried about that? Uh, for, like, is random person? No, I don't give a shit. But like, somebody I know and then stop caring. Yeah, that would be something scary. So, you know, just like, talk to me more, you know? I guess that's one way. <laughs> it's like, sexual fetishes and all that. Is there something to talk about there? I like rough sex. What guy doesn't? I mean, there are a lot of vanilla guys out there. Um, So, there, I said it. But is that something I'm afraid to tell? God, no. Speaking of sexual... uh. Fetishes. This <laughs> I can't believe I left this question. I didn't set this up on purpose. I guess it just happened. That's serious. Uh, what? Why do guys get yellow fever? Or why does? Why do people have four number four race preferences for so? Uh, sexual orientation? No, significant other. Right. Uh, why do guys get yellow fever? I don't fucking know. I'm yellow, so. I'm hoping that I get yellow fevered, and then I hope I'm the virus that would spread. How, however, um, <laughs> uh, good question. You know, I think uh, going back to insider question, I'm going to say the name. Matt G is, is one of the prominent people. I think he's a yellow man with a yellow fever. Um, so why is he like that? I don't know. For him, it's a, it's a matter of tradition. He's being a traditional man, um, trying to stay in his kind. Uh, but non non <laughs> asian people having yellow fever i don't know i i asked that question i was like i don't know i don't know they seem fun i don't know i don't know and then but the real psychoanalysis of it this is where humanities and social science degrees come useful it's like i don't know it's the image that that is being portrayed and portrayed in the media that asian women are obedient asian women are tighter asian women are more obedient asian women are smaller asian women are easier to control asian women are louder asian women sound cuter asian women see younger you know it's just the usual that shit i guess those are the reasons i don't fucking know i the wrong wrong person to ask me this question whoever asked this uh maybe i mean i guess coming from asian women perspective if i were a woman i would ask this question too it's like is this motherfucker only liking me because i'm asian is it because i'm asian you want to get in my fucking pussy? Yeah, that's a fair question to ask. Do you like who I am? Is who I really am? You cannot control me? Yeah, I would ask that fucking question too. I think those are the characteristics that I have heard and researched so far when I ask the question, why is the thing about yellow fever? Now, like, can the same can be said from an Asian guy to non-Asian people, Asian women out there. I welcome my dear lower overlords. I don't care. So uh, it, those who know me and the history of me know that... Uh, my very my partners have been all very been di- very diverse i i live a progressive life so there is that but i think i stated the reason why why do guys get yellow fever uh for asian guys traditional reasons non-asian guys for those other stereotypes that i just mentioned well that's what i read and then i just go ah, i could see that ah, i think J- i blame japan <laughs> Why do people have specific uh, race preferences for the significant other? I don't fucking know. That's the, like, look, I. It's just, it's just people's preference. It's, it's not like sexual orientation. You're born with, and you learn it, and then you fight it. You just race is something you're born with. It's fucking visible, so you just go. 
I do I have a race preference? Fuck no. I don't give a shit. Whoever is right for me, whoever is whatever, whoever's will, whoever is willing to be committed to be that I'm I'm willing to be commit with, I'm down. I'm game for whatever. Uh, if that person I you know I have met already, I would have settled down already and not do this, not do this podcast and answer this question. Or maybe I'll be like, yeah, maybe I've uh, I pumped up five kids and I'd be done by now. Um, did I answer almost all the questions? Is that right? Uh, wait. I actually I didn't answer one. Actually, I didn't answer this one question. Uh, if I could retire at Andrew Luck's age, which is twenty nine, he's gonna be thirty in two months. At his age. From the top of the profession, would you? If I could retire at his age from the top of the profession, would I? Uh, I said yes, I would. Uh, ten years ago, I, I had this exact scenario when the Carolina Hurricanes, a hockey team, won the Stanley Cup in 2007, 06-07, was it? Uh, when they played the Oilers, and then Cam Ward was a rookie, and then he was uh, he won the Conn Smythe Trophy as a playoff MVP. And then I just, I jokingly said out loud at that time, I will fucking retire if I were him right now. It's like, they're, they're, you cannot get it any higher than this. What what more else do you have to prove? Sure, you didn't make all the money you wanted, but fuck it, just retire. Why do you want to go out there and hurt yourself? And look what I'm to Cam Ward now. He's not even having a starting job anymore. Is he st- and then it's been like 13 years. I, I would have like played a little more few years in the honeymoon phase, you know, get my fucking cash loaded up and retire. So, if I were an athlete in in that profession, absolutely, I would retire. He's on the Chicago Blackhawks now. I don't think he's even starting. Am I at the top of my profession right now and then I just retire? Uh, I would take a sabbatical. Um, if I, but what would definition of the top be? You know, if you're, you're the top lawyer, you're the top programmer, you're the top politician the politician the top is always a ultimate leadership and for the president of america they kind of retire when you reach that level so politicians i guess a little different and then if they don't become the president become the ultimate fuck you leader of the free world you know they kept meddling and being a senator or something and then they go like until they decide fuck it i'm going to private sector you know and then i'll make more fucking money that way but other things what i in the top of my profession, in the current profession, would I? I would take a sabbatical, but I would not retire because uh, I think the definition of retirement is varying at this point. And then uh, I, 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 I tried, I guess, even the sabbatical. I just go, I called it a Berman period before I moved back to Detroit from Seattle, uh, from Samsung. Uh, I, I, I started losing my shit after about four weeks. I just go, God, I, I, I cannot go, wait to go to work. I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm like Sonic the Hedgehog, just like tapping my toe, just like doing this. And I said, I can't fucking do it. I can't fucking, I need to get out there. And then I, I said, I, I got to make money. <laughs> I like the investing and stuff, but I'm not a day trader. I'm a patient Asian conservative trader. Um, you know, long term and shit. So I was just like, how many of these can I do right now? I just want the money to work itself out, and I don't have the I don't have the passion to do that research day by day. And then I kind of want to go back, work in the technical field, work with the engineers, and you know, try to work with the stupidity out there sometimes of you know software development, and then explaining the software development to you know non software people, traditional software people. So. Yeah, I, I even sabbatical, I say, unless I have a, that's why, like, I'm trying to be careful. It's like, would I retire? No. Would I take a break? Yes. But within the reasonable amount of time, because I'll have to go back, because that top is not a sustainable top. It's not. Somebody will always top you. Like I mentioned, millennials and Gen Zs, we're the most, one of the most productive generations out there, the quickest generations out there, as as quick as we could reach the top you can topple quickly so um you take a break that's where the balance comes in uh keep my mind straight and then uh but come back to it so not forever not retire the way they say it if i make a billion dollars sure i retire in a heartbeat but um i'll probably be be focusing on something else and try to focus my energy elsewhere because uh i don't know i'm add that way so um anyways uh yeah 
I guess uh, I think I answered all the questions in total. I think I got about forty-seven included, you know, without consolidating, you know, consolidating together and all that stuff. So uh, thank you for all the questions. You know who you are. If you're, I answered all of your questions. I'll say. So uh, yeah, that's it. And then thanks for listening over the last three years or so. And then I guess this will continue. I'm recording this a little bit early because I have to go up to the north. I got a couple travels to do this week. Uh, one's to the Upper Peninsula here in Michigan that's business-related. And then to Kansas City and St. Louis to the Missouri. I've never been. Um, and then uh, there's an Arts Beats and Eats, Arts, Eats and Beats, Arts, Beats and Eats Festival where the Theory of a Dead Man, the All-American Rejects, the Third Eye Blind are coming. I'm going to miss the Third Eye Blind, but I'm seriously tempted to go to the All-American Rejects and then the Theory of a Dead Man. Uh, so I'll probably have that uh, saved up somewhere and then I'll record that next week and then uh, yeah looking forward to the next season uh, if unlike last time if I'm gonna take a break I will tell you uh, I plan not to but I will tell you who knows life is unexpected so uh, so I uh, hope that helps and then uh, if you have any other questions and then my way and then uh, sorry if I if you didn't get me the questions in time and then uh, you know subscribe in the Apple podcast Google Play Music uh, Stitcher TuneIn Radio Spotify. We've been on Spotify after my life goal that I set last year. So, yes. Uh, and then uh, whatever pod thing you use, find me. Thumbs up, AA show. And then uh, I got a new outro music, Lizzo. Finally, Lizzo's here. So, uh, I guess uh, this little bit of an Easter egg tip that uh, I'm, I change my outro music. I change my intro music every week, but uh, I introduce my new outro music every every season now. I call it a season, okay? So, it's a season. Um, so yeah, thanks for listening and then uh, have a great Labor Day weekend and thanks for listening. I can't believe this went on. It took me an hour to answer. I thought I would go more rapid fire. I didn't. So hope I made sense. And then, uh, if any other question, if you have anything, you know, send me an email, a-show at outlook.com, a-show at outlook.com. And then, uh, have a great rest of the summer and then, uh, we'll check back next week. Bye-bye.